It might get loud. It might light a fire within you. It's all hands on deck. Now, for your listening pleasure, 94.9 News Now presents Mean Chet Martin, the Long Island redneck Brian Bro, and fearless C.V. Burton. This is Freedom on Deck. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Mean Chet Martin here with you with my two compadres. First, we have the New Hampshire redneck, Brian Bro. I am thankful for Girl Scout cookies. Mm, aren't we all? And, of course, the fearless one himself, C.V. Burton. You know, I keep hearing about this Taylor character. What is, what is it? I think Taylor Swift. I think, he, Swiggle. I think he's called. Is he the same guy from Planet of the Apes? Taylor. <laughs> uh, that's it. You know, it's hard to laugh. I've got this nasty cold or whatever. I'm spitting up brown stuff. I just gave the guy the guys all the details on this. I'm sure our listeners don't want to hear about that. Mm, so we'll yummy. we'll kind of segue that into <laughs> perhaps uh, diseases and cultures coming through the southern border, I guess, maybe. All right, listen to this. It's coming from the National Pulse. Joe Biden refused a request to meet White House Speaker Mike Johnson on January 22nd. That's the date they put out there and also turned down multiple subsequent requests. Despite blaming the House Republican for the border crisis, his regime is presiding over. Johnson wants to discuss border reforms with the elderly Democrat. He previously rejected a border bill passed by the Democrat-controlled Senate, which would have given tens of billions of dollars to Ukraine and Israel, but relatively small sums of money on the border security. It also authorized many more migrant work permits, among other questionable measures. Biden was unwilling to discuss an alternative border bill with his officials claiming the Senate bill is what the House GOP wanted. Here's a uh, statement from Karen Jean-Pierre. Uh, What is there to negotiate, really? Truly, what is it, the one-on-one negotiation about when he's been presented with exactly what he's asked for, claimed White House Press Secretary? Speaker Johnson says the Senate border bill was not what House Republicans had been asking for, as indicated by the fact they oppose it, and that he will continue to insist on a meeting with the president. All right, Brian, of course, this is what they always do, and- who I mean, the Democrats, obviously the Republicans are involved, too, and there are plenty of rhinos uh, that are cheering Biden on. We have 8000 people coming in a day. They've already caught hundreds of terrorists and probably missed hundreds of terrorists coming in. The numbers that I went over last week shows that we've had well over a million. You could double it in my own mind, but well over a million that the Biden administration themselves put the number out for as many people who've come across the southern border since October. It's not six months. It's since October. We have well over a million. And they tie all this crap with the Ukraine and with Israel. And listen, I'm all for help. You know, Israel is our ally. The Ukraine, I want to get the hell out of there. But the bottom line is we have Dangerous people coming in from the southern border. There should be nothing else tied up with this bill, Brian. And of course, the Biden administration is going to use that to make it the Republicans fault. Right. Well, I mean, you know, that's the that's the volley, at least, Um, you know, if if our government, if anybody in our government wanted to really um, resolve issues, issues would be getting resolved. Yeah. But they don't want to resolve issues. They don't want to resolve issues. They want to win battles amongst themselves. And the American people are the casualty. And the problem with the you know with something like this is that you're talking about a million people in 4 months. That's 250,000 people a that month. The administ- that that is- the administration admitted to, Brian. It's probably a lot right. more. Correct. So that's that is an invasion of yes. a country. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and it's a purposeful invasion of a country. Um, you know, 
what can the American people do? Well, I mean, you know, obviously going to the ballot box obviously hasn't helped at all because nothing has changed in the last 50 years. Nothing. You, you see these, you get these little victories here and there. You have some good times. You have some bad times. You know, the economy is good and then the economy tanks and all this other stuff. But nothing's really changed. So what, what can the American people actually do um, to, to stop things like this? And you're seeing that with 8,000 truckers going to the border. You, you know, you, you see Americans actually getting out of their cozy chair, their lazy boy, off of the sofa, and they're actually engaging and getting involved in the world around them, in the country that they're in. Um, I don't think there's any other way to put it than you have to physically get involved. All right. And, and volunteer to CV with Brian's points, though, CV in the four years with Donald Trump, we were making pretty good strides. It's one of the main reasons that they rigged the elections. That border was almost shut down. We didn't have these numbers coming across. We didn't have all these numbers with fentanyl and terrorists coming into the country. That's right. We had peace and prosperity under Donald Trump. He shut the border down and. I'm not the only one saying this, but President Trump didn't need a new bill and new laws to secure the border. He just enforced the laws that were already there and are still there, technically. So why is Biden pretending that someone is tying his hands? It's the Republicans' fault. We had a bill. Yeah, a bill that uh, packed billions of dollars for Ukraine and everywhere else and all these other pork barrel spending things that's that are in there we need a a line item veto by the way when trump gets in but i'm getting off course you know he needs an excuse the biden regime needs an excuse why he's adopting barack antichrist doctrine of selective enforcement that's really what it is which is more proof upon proof upon proof that barack antichrist is really running this regime and biden in the mumble tank is merely looking for his next chocolate chip cookie break you know, and another thing is uh, in that bill that we killed last Wednesday, uh, in the fine print, I heard buried somewhere in the 350 pages or 400 pages, whatever it is of legally speak, yeah. there was a provision hidden in there to set Trump up to be impeached for a third time. Something about uh, guaranteeing Ukraine more financial support in the coming years. I guess, you know, they're hoping this war never ends. And that, you know, uh, they don't want their gravy train to end. But, you know, when Trump comes in, he's going to end the war in three hours. So uh, I guess that point would be moot. Well, and and what we were talking about, too, Brian, something that CV said that if Trump gets in, they're going to try to impeach him again. And it's in the bill. The American people know the numbers of people that are coming into the country from the southern border. They know that they're astronomical. Uh, why isn't the Biden administration more concerned about that? Don't they know that they could lose because of it? Well, because they want to destroy America. You know, these are keep keep in mind these are this uh, you know these are the people that embrace um, you know members such as R- Rashida Tlaib and uh, you know mm-hmm. you know Elon. Uh, I mean, what's their name? Omar there, yeah. and yep. and you know and, and all these other ones. You know, you know you can't. Um, you can't embrace people that hate America, people that hate this country, want to see its destruction, people that hate Israel and want to see its destruction, and then think that you're going, you know, somehow, you know, we're going to um, turn this country around. The Democratic Party hates America. Yeah, they're the same people that say, they oh, they're, oh, they're just venting. To people that are mobs that are destroying and burning down cities, oh, they're just they're they're just angry. Let them vent. Let them give vent. Them, do you remember? Give, give them, them room. Space. Give yeah, them give room them, to destroy. Yeah, give them room. They're just yeah. they're just they're just angry. But yet, but yet, when you had people like the Oath Keepers going down. And stopping these things from happening, those people were terrorists. When you yeah. had people that went to protest the the theft of the American uh, election of 2020, 
they were labeled as terrorists. Some of those people are still locked up to this day, haven't even seen a courtroom. Mm-hmm. You you have to understand these people absolutely hate America and they will do anything to destroy it. And that means even turning the other way while thousands and thousands and thousands of people come across our border. CV, they let they let terrorists come into this country and have the nerve to call us terrorists, which the attorney general did when we doubted the election. Yep. Wow. And this sick regime only wants four more years so that they can have room to destroy. Eliminate them. Get rid of the Democrats there. That's how we're going to end it. <laughs> well, I'll come, to, I'll come to CV first in the next segment. Sorry, we're running out of time here. It's, it's, we're kind of talking about this next, too, so we'll come right back with CV. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. We're going to continue with some of the immigration talk. This is coming from the National Pulse as well. And this is in CV's area. We're no longer there, so this is in CV's neck of the woods. Not quite, but sort of. New York City is out of room for migrants, claims Democrat Mayor Eric Adams. Once a Proponent of so-called sanctuary cities in America, Joe Biden's unchecked flow of illegal immigrants has the city on the brink of crisis. Adams alleged in a recent interview with Fox 5 New York's Rosanna Scotto. Wow, she's still there, huh? Adams said that while New York City is a city of immigrants, it has a rich history representing the same. The current scale of migration is both unfair and unsustainable for the city and its inhabitants. He emphasized that if current immigration rates do not decline, overcrowding in the city will hit crisis levels. Here's a little statement here. We're not just saying we're out of room as a soundbite, he said. We're out of room literally. People are going to be eventually sleeping on the streets. Adams' administration is locked in multiple legal battles over the enforcement of the right to shelter law. He has been vocal about the impact of the ongoing migration crisis on his city, previously asserting last September that if left unchecked, the crisis could destroy New York City. His administration insists it is continuing efforts to find effective ways to respond to and manage the growing crisis fueled by President Joe Biden's open border policies. CV, we have all these people coming in and New York is trying to facilitate them while kicking veterans on their keisters and putting them on the streets. There's a rise in gang violence. There's a rise in fentanyl deaths. There's a rise in homelessness. And of course, this is all because of open border policies from the Biden administration. Now, even New York's most liberal people are coming out against it. I, I don't really buy what he's saying. I don't I don't think he's all there and and willing to take any real sacrifices for this. But ha- how the hell can you expect to get control over this when they seemingly don't They don't take it to the next level, CV. There should be a meeting with Joe Biden in New York and have him walking around and looking at what's going on. Mayor Eric Adams says it's going to be a crisis. It already is a crisis, but he doesn't want to admit it because he wants to pretend that he has it under control. But he doesn't, and he knows it. They're already sleeping on the streets. They're already sleeping in the airports. I saw the video. They're beating up cops and being released the next day. And they're committing violent crimes and flipping us the bird with impunity. You know what, Eric Adams? You were all for sanctuary cities. You got what you wanted. Because New York's election system has been rigged 
ever since computers were introduced. So I want to ask Mayor Adams, how does it taste now? Brian, New York's in trouble. The country's in trouble. We're in trouble. Our, our school systems are being overwhelmed. Uh, our homeless situation is only getting worse and worse and worse day by day and by day. And hearing some, somebody like Mr. Adams come forward and, f- and finally say something about all this. I know he's made statements in the past about it. I'll be fair. He has. Uh, but it, like I said, if they're not going to take the next dramatic step towards the administration having to look at the facilities and the way that some of our veterans are being treated in order to make room for people that are coming over with iPhones and Nike Air Jordans on and taking jobs and not paying their taxes and at an ex- expedited level that we've never seen before, I don't expect it to change. Do you? No. I don't. I, I, <laughs> no. I don't expect a lot of things to change. You know, um, you know, I just don't see how it will change when we have a million people coming across the border in four months. I don't see how things are going to change in New York City when people of New York City are continue to vote for people like Adams. I mean, you know, th- this is a person who, just like Joe Biden, will will run their mouth, will 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 give lip service to to the to the citizenry. Um, but won't actually do anything to get anything done. You know, um, if Adams was so worried about it and concerned about it, he would be putting these people back on a bus and sending them back down to Mexico. But he's not. And he's not going to take the funds to do so because that would go against his party. See, if he really cared about the people of New York City, if he cared about their safety, if he cared about their schools and the children that go to those schools, if he really cared at all, he would actually take action and do something about the situation. But he's not. But the numbers are increasing day by day. At CV, I, th- I think you said that New York's elections have been rigged ever since they became computerized, and I agree with you. That's right. Is part of the reason they're bringing them in to secure that, or is it something more nefarious? They say they're trying to give them citizenship so they can vote. But I believe New York is trying to pass a law that says that anyone with a driver's license can vote. Yes. And Governor Hochul is trying to allow illegal invaders to have driver's license. Yes. Under the guise of being so humanitarian. But we know it's just to get them to vote. The worst part is how it affects decent, hardworking, taxpaying citizens who are not just inconvenienced by this invasion, but some are victims of all kinds of crimes and violence. There's shootings going on. It's a disaster of epic proportions. And it's just going to get worse. And now Eric Adams is finally at the point where he has to admit it. Brian, they're so detached from the the real crux of the situation with the southern border to the point with all the investigations that are going on with Mr. Burr looking into Joe Biden. He got confrontational when it came to questions about fentanyl, and he screamed that it's our guns that are going across the border into the hands of the cartels. I mean, this guy really doesn't get it. It seems like Eric Adams is is, uh, just a a mouthpiece. But the bottom line is uh, for him to equate our border situation uh, and gun control makes zero sense, except it just shows you they're trying to backpedal on their typical talking points. It's like they they really don't intend to make anything better. Well, I mean, you know, I have to agree with the man. Um, it is our guns that are going across the border. And and they got there under Barack Obama and the Fast and the Furious right. uh, uh, operation by selling American arms to cartels. Yes. And that's how they got there. So if if he wants to run his lips, 
then absolutely let's let's have the conversation they did get there they got there by this government running weapons to cartels in central and southern america just like they were running the weapons during the Barack Obama administration, under Hillary Clinton as Secretary of State, from Libya over into uh, Af- um, uh, not Afghanistan but Iraq to ISIS, so we know what you know. We know our government does this. So thank you, sir. Thank you for pointing that out. That the American people should be weary of their government. Yeah, it was kind of stupid of him to make that statement, especially with Fast and the Furious CV. Uh, who was vice president back then? Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just asking, who was the vice president again? The guy that gets lost in White House always? Yeah, the guy who keeps falling down and falling off bicycles. But he doesn't fall down a flight of stairs like normal old geezers do. No, he has to make it more memorable by defying gravity and falling up a flight of steps into Air Force One. Here's the thing. By throwing open the floodgates to this invasion, this stolen regime of the devil proves that it doesn't care about the American people who are going to be victimized by the criminal element coming in. The fentanyl that is killing at least 150 people a day, some say 300. And the lower class citizens who now have to compete with these third worlders in the labor market. And meanwhile... They pretend that they are so benevolent to these invaders, holier than thou. No, they don't care about anyone, but the maintaining of the power of their own communist regime. It's not even that they hope that these newcomers actually vote. They know how to vote for them, if you catch my drift. Well, all right, guys, I guess we're not really going to get anywhere with the Biden administration when it comes to our problem on the southern border. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be back. Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now, and Stimulating Talk. All right, we've uh, covered Jack Smith plenty of times on the show, so we're going to do it a little more. From the National Pulse, the Department of Justice, headed by Merrick Garland, has petitioned a federal court to keep the identities of key staff working with special counsel Jack Smith secret, according to Judicial Watch. In a thread posted on X, formerly Twitter, Judicial Watch stated that the DOJ is asking a federal court to allow the agency to keep secret the names of top staffers working in special counsel Jack Smith's office that is targeting former President Donald J. Trump and other Americans. The DOJ's move follows a rejected FOIA request made by Judicial Watch to the DOJ in 22, seeking staff lists and other personal information from Smith's office after the affidavit's refusal. The outlet filed a lawsuit opposing DOJ's refusal to cooperate in May of 23. Before the lawsuit, the DOJ confirmed the existence of the requested list. However, it's argued that disclosing the more than one-year-old roster could reasonably be expected to interfere with special counsel's work. Brian, we we have major issues here. This guy is, I mean, we know he's compromised. He's not 
he's not living up to the name of the law when he refuses to cooperate with demands that should be meant legally and by law, yet he's still allowed to run a special counsel on Donald J. Trump. It is absolutely mind-numbing to me that this pock-faced creep is allowed to do this. He's just one of the many, but we have issues coming with corrupt corrupt career politicians when nothing is ever done yet Donald Trump is orange man bad and a jerk like this can keep streaming this going along and obviously they're doing it in time for the election so it won't close up completely and give Donald Trump more of a headache when he's trying to uh, get put back into office well look you know you're it's kind of like anything you know I mean you're going to have opposition to um to anything that you're fighting for. You know, I mean, the founders of this country, when they, you know, when the revolution torched off, you know what I mean? Um, the people of this country had to de- make, they had to make a decision, right? They had to choose sides. You, you even, you know, the, the story behind that, that people don't ever talk about, is how many colonialists, how many people that were living in the colonies at the time sided with England. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so there were many people that sided with England. So, and and you have that here in America right now. You have many people that side with oh, destroy Trump and do this and the Democrat Party and you know open borders and 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 just you know all this other stuff that we are fighting against um, to try to save the fabric of America, whatever is actually um, left to save. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, in many ways, I feel like not that I feel like that the country is hopeless because I, I don't think anything is hopeless, um, whether it's here or any other nation. Um, I think that everything can be salvaged if people really stand up for truth, if they really stand up for justice, if they really stand up for righteousness, if they really stand up for morals, um, they can turn things around. But that comes by humbling yourself. You know what I mean? The, the people of America actually have to humble themselves first and realize that, you know, unless we humble ourselves, unless we turn back to God, unless we um, fight this on not only a physical level, but a spiritual level, it's never going to change. It's never going to change. We threw the Bible out of uh, out of school. We threw the Ten Commandments out of school. We threw prayer out of school. We turned our backs on God. If the, if, if the American people do not turn back to God, this country is doomed. CV, it's always a deranged leftist that's leading the charge when it comes to pivoting against Donald J. Trump and any of the establishment hacks. Jack Smith, the pockface Jack Smith, just one of them. We could go down to Shifty Shift. We can go down the line. They are so unhinged and they are so partisan. They don't seem to care that these are the folks that they put at, at the head of these investigations, CV. That is mind-numbing. Well... Brian made a good point. You know, it's like orange man bad. It's They think they can get away with anything so long as it's against Donald Trump. They think Donald Trump is the most evil person, worse than Hitler, and therefore anything they do, they can bend the rules, they can break the rules, they can uh, do anything they want and uh, because he's the because they have to stop Hitler and Trump is Hitler. But they are so obviously wrong. Uh, Trump is actually a really good person. He's uh, a workaholic. He's got the best uh, work ethic I've ever seen. He sleeps only four or five hours a night. He doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't do drugs. And all his policies kept us uh, in peace and prosperity for the four years he was there. So that's what we want. We want that back. So why is that Hitler? I don't get it. Every, every demographic benefited from a Trump presidency. We've seen it, and we've seen every demographic do far, far, far worse under this presidency, which stole their power, by the way. And General Zod, Jack Smith, <laughs> you know, he can't hide. He, can't, he cannot hide all the Trump-hating staffers with checkered pasts and sketchy connections like working for Joe Biden and Barack Antichrist. A FOIA is a FOIA. You have to, you know, he's being funded by our tax dollars. Right. The American people have a 
damn right to know who you are hiring with that money and what you're doing with our money. And then uh, did you hear the ruling today in Manhattan? The judge uh, ruled that Trump has to pay $350 million and, and he's banned from doing any business in New York City for at least three years. Of course, you know, Trump is going to appeal it. But, you know, they're trying to bleed him dry. They're trying to I heard bankrupt him. Uh, less than nine months away from the election. All, all this is happening less than nine months away from the election. Joe Biden goes to uh, East Palestine in Ohio less than nine months before the election when, when the disaster over there happened over a year ago. And he never showed up. You know... Brian CV brings up some great points. They uh, tar and feather Trump. They want to they want to bleed his bank account as much as they can. And the fact of the matter is, the hatred towards Trump really embodies their hatred of us. It's the fact that the American people can make a choice outside of the Washington establishment that pissed them off so much to the point where they're they're willing to self-invade the country. I mean, that's the that's the whole crux of the situation. The bad acts are done, I think, against the American people on purpose. Well, sure. I mean, you know, I mean, first it started with Donald Trump and things, you know, in this country started to turn around. The economy was doing great. Um, you know, countries, you know, had respect for us. Um, they knew that they were dealing with somebody that was standing in a position of strength. And, um, you know, so once that once they saw that, they realized that, you know, if given a second term, um, he was going to greatly damage about a hundred years of their uh, progress because remember it, it, about a hundred years ago they decided that they decided that they were going to form their new world government and they were gonna you know they were gonna carry out the destruction of America um, mm. you know to, to carry out their one world government well he stood in that he stood in the gap and he stopped yep. that. And so they knew they had to rig the election. Once they rigged the election and they saw that the people were behind him and that the people were willing to actually march on Washington, that's when they knew they had to do something against the people themselves. And that's why this border crisis is happening. They are flooding this country so that they could stop the people because if this country is destroyed, then what is there? There is nothing to vote for. It's a lot of fear tactic. It's a lot of show of what I would call a a communist front. These people are enabling our enemies to come onto our shores and invade our backyards. And unfortunately, all you folks out there that did vote for this, I don't feel bad for you. I'm sorry. I hope your children don't get caught up in it, but everybody's children are going to get caught up in it one way or the other economically. I'll tell you that much. Listen, we're going to come back. We've got a commercial break, a hard break, and freedom on deck. We'll be back right after these messages. Don't go anywhere. This is my private life. I've got no friends to fear. I've got no problems. No cross to bear If you can find me Come get me out of here This is my private place Everything is neat and clean The skeletons are Alright guys, welcome back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk, Fox News Radio. Just threw that one in there for CV. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, All right. from the National Pulse, White House spokesman and senior advisor to White House Counsel's Office, Ian Sams, has written to the White House Correspondents Association complaining about media coverage of the Justice Department reporting addressing Joe Biden's willful retention of classified documents and failing memory. 
Sam's complained coverage of special counsel Robert Hur's false and inappropriate comments about Biden had distracted from the fact he concluded that the president should not be charged. Her said in a report in the 81-year-old Democrat sh- should not go before a jury party because jurors would see him as a well-meaning elderly man with poor memory. He also noted Biden had been unable to remember when he was vice president or when his son, Bo died within several years during investigatory interviews. Singling out CNN, CBS, and the Associated Press, the Wall Street Journal, and New York's t- and New York slimes. Sam also complained the media should not have reported that her found Biden had willfully retained classified documents. The report does not clearly state the investigators uncovered evidence that President Biden willfully retained and disclosed uh, classified materials after his vice presidency when he was a private citizen, including marked classified documents about military and foreign policy in Afghanistan, notebooks containing entries about issues of national security and foreign policy implicating sensitive intelligence sources and methods. You know, Brian, first of all, everything that has been in so far in this investigation that's been uncovered shows that Joe Biden is crooked as hell. He's all about his bottom line. He's all about making uh, make making money off of other countries like China. And that's something that him and his son did very well, his brother, obviously, as well. Uh, But for this guy, Mr. Sams, to complain that the media is treating Joe Biden unfairly is laughable. Where was he during the four years of Donald J. Trump where Donald Trump couldn't part his hair the wrong way without being attacked? Right. Well, I mean, you know, they were treating him very well when he was hiding in his basement. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think they treat him very well. For the fact that I mean, this this man is, you know, you know, shy of being able to dress himself in the morning. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm not making fun of the guy. I, I, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm being really serious. Is that yep. where are we as a country when our president of the United States literally has a hard time getting dressed in the morning or putting his coat on? And I understand the guy is elderly. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not bashing anybody that's elderly or no, anything like that. No, of course I, not. Not at all. Not disrespecting anybody like that. But here's the thing. We're talking about the leader, you know, what what used to be the most powerful position in the world. Yeah. The president of the United States. And this is the and this is the president that we have. We have a president that actually has the lowest approval rating of any president. Since By a lot, the United States of America ever was formed. I mean, it, 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 it like since the founding of this country, lowest yeah. numbers ever. I know. You know, CV. You know, Brian. Brian did make the comment. I'm. I'm not. You know, busting his balls because he's so old. And and that seems to be what the media hangs on. Oh, uh, conservatives are bashing old people. That's why they come out against Joe Biden. That's why they say what they say. Um, it, it's not his age. It's his performance. Yeah. It's the results of this administration. They could put Joe Biden up there. Obama's calling the shots anyway. Yeah. We're not allowed to question uh, the man's ability to formulate an idea or able his ability to lead that just goes to show you that the country and well mainly the left they don't know how to move forward and i would be shocked to see that this guy is actually going to be running against donald trump i think they're going to pick somebody else to run against trump because i don't think this guy's got any chance of winning it's so grossly obvious that he doesn't belong there that he's a usurper there's no way he won that last election at all. No. In fact, even in the no. primaries, he barely got 1% until they rigged it in South Carolina. And that was the night I had the dream that Trump was going to lose because I saw that if they could rig it in South Carolina. And then all the Democrats quit. They dropped out of the the yeah. primary race and let Joe have it because the fix was in. Somebody 
uh, somebody who they respect, that they're loyal to, who they bow to, whose ass they kiss, obviously Barack Obama, sent down the word that, nope, Joe has to be the guy. And it's, it's so obvious that the election was stolen because you look at the guy, he's shuffling around, he's, he's not there. I mean, it's obvious that Trump would have won the election had it been fair. And this Ian Sams guy, he's like taken up the uh, role that's, that Susan Rice had, which uh, she's the conduit through which commands come from Barack Obama to Jill, who uh, is the handler of Joe, and tells him how to sign uh, executive orders and what to do and how to say and which... And how to wipe his butt. Which journalist to call on and, <laughs> and, and, and how to answer questions... All the all the questions are in front of him, written out already. Like he knows the questions and the answers are written for him to read. I mean, you know that this guy is not a legitimate president, and uh, and I have to say that first of all, her said Biden shouldn't be charged because a jury. It's not because the point is not that he shouldn't be charged. The point is that he said he shouldn't be charged because a jury would see that he's just a well-meaning old fart. Who can't? Whose brain faculties aren't there, and and that is says a lot about Joe Biden. So you know, Ian Sams is basically telling the press to stop reporting that the king has no clothes. And I know that's a, a cliche expression, but in this case, it really no applies. Works. This everybody's everybody on the left is pretending that this guy is shot. Picture that. Did you hear Mayorka say when I go to meet when I go to meet Joe Biden before a meeting, I prepare myself really good because he's so piercing. His questions are so piercing and it's it's such a challenge to me. You're a liar. Liar. Brian, CV puts the, the the point out there that they basically inserted this guy to be the nominee. They did that twice while letting Bernie Sanders fall on the sword. Uh, you know, with Hillary and then Joe Biden, it's clear that these were the two candidates that would carry out the agenda. I mean, that that's the only thing that makes sense. Right. Well, I mean, they needed a Manchurian candidate, didn't mm-hmm. they? They needed yep. a puppet. They needed they needed to put somebody up front. And we listen, these people always tell you their plans. You know, it's like it's like the fallen, the watchers. You know, they have to tell you their plan before they actually carry it out. You know what I mean? It's it's like a it's like a universal law or code. You know, it, they can't do something without telling you. And Barack Obama as 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 C V would call him Barack Antichrist mm-hmm. Obama. You know, he, he told us he told us many years ago that if he could put somebody in the White House yes. and have a earpiece in their ear and he could be running everything from the basement, he would be. It's yep. almost like they were throwing it in your face about Barack being in the basement running the show by putting Joe, the imbecile, in the basement when he was campaigning to be president. It, th- th- it's ridiculous the way that they do things, but it's in your face, and Americans need to wake up. It, it, yep. It's a good and point. It makes Obama even more free because he can blame everything on the senile old man. Yeah, it's like the old white guy. They were like, let's, you know, we, we can't do Bernie. Bernie's uh, Bernie's too far left. He, there's no way he wins. Let's go with Joe Biden. Yeah, Joe's the guy. Yeah. Joe, we're going to put you in there. Bernie was too competent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hate saying that, but Bernie actually has a brain still. Yeah, so you know I mean? I, well, in Hil- Hillary's emails, they said he was too Jewish. And, and yeah, he's the biggest, he's the biggest anti-Semite Jew that I've ever d- seen in my life. He, he's, he's totally against Israel. But, you know, th- it's a good point. They were like, we need somebody that has basically a re- rent-free brain. And he's absent of thought. Oh, well, we'll go with Joe Biden. He was uh, he was my vice president. He listened to me then. He'll listen to me now. He'll he'll perform the agenda. We just put him in there, run him against Trump, and if Trump is leading, we rig the elections and we we'll get everybody back. I mean, we're going to get the country back. We're going to be able to mold it into what we want to. It's a very very dangerous proposition. And all you leftists out there that voted for this, shame on you. All right, guys, we'll come back. We got a little commercial break here. Freedom on deck. 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. That's
back to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Fox News Radio. We got myself, Chet Martin, C.V. Burton, and Brian Bro on your Saturday. Wow, this one is, uh, this one's bad. The reason I decided to cover this one is because these are the peop- people that are educating your children and donating to Democrats. <laughs> And this is from the National Pulse, first covered by Newsmax, okay? A Pennsylvania University professor accused of performing public sex acts and engaging in bestiality has a long track record of supporting Democrat candidates for office, including the campaigns of Bernie Sanders, who we just talked about, John Kerry, Hillary Clinton, who probably uh, is into this stuff too. Pocahontas, Elizabeth Warren. My words, not theirs. In June of 23, Professor Themis Matsakis was charged with committing bestiality after Rothrock State Forest Trail camera footage caught the academic engaging in sexual intercourse with his pet dog. The Penn State University professor now faces further charges for lewd acts after additional trial camera footage emerged of him inserting objects into the anus, among <laughs> among other things. A search warrant stemming from Matsakis' initial arrest led investigators to discover 55 additional videos of public sexual acts stored on an electric device owned by the professor. According to Onward State, the Penn State University student newspaper, the additional videos include Matt Saukis walking around and climbing nude, masturbating, and defecating in public areas of Rothrock State Forest. According to the initial public report, Matt Saukis begged the Pennsylvania State Police to kill him during his arrest on trial. If I did that, I'd want them to kill me too. Um, The Penn State professor and Democrat donor faces a bevy of new criminal charges, including two felony counts for burglary, two felony counts for criminal trespass, two misdemeanor counts of disorderly conduct, two uh, misdemeanor accounts, excuse me, of open lewdness and six misdemeanor accounts of indecent exposure, six summary counts of disorderly conduct for obscene gestures. All right, I'll go. uh, So I'll go to CV first. Yeah, this is this is a professor from Penn State. Penn State's already got a history of pedophilia and nastiness in their history yeah, books. Right. So yeah. this is this is not a surprise that somebody like this is working inside of one of our wonderful uh, institutes, especially at Penn State. But God, I mean, CV, this guy, this is a this is a disgusting, depraved human being. Yeah, what's his name? Uh- Penis might suck ass. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> famous Matt suck ass. Something uh, like that. This gay, I mean, uh, guy, such a pervert, is the poster boy for what is wrong with the Democrat Party and leftists in general. And this is why I'm looking at the bigger picture because he's just a a microcosm of, of, of what's really wrong with yep. leftist mentality. If, if you have principles based on a philosophy that works, that is so important. If you draw a straight, for example, if you draw a straight line to a destination miles away and you stay on course, you'll get there at the quickest time possible, right? But yep. if you leave the gate off by just one degree, one degree, over time, that one degree and over distance, you're going to miss your target by miles, and the same thing applies to a philosophy. If the first tenet of your philosophy is correct, for example, Scripture says that the beginning of wisdom is the fear of Yahweh, or some people might call it respect, but basically your life is in God's hands. You know, you're here because yep. of God created you, and you're and He sustains your life, and He can end your life too if He wanted to. To be honest, but the beginning of wisdom is the fear of Yahweh. You'll keep a straight course if you make that your first tenet. That makes you come out of the gate straight. And you build your philosophy upon that. And if you you stay correct, that'll keep you in line. And you'll get there 
at the optimal amount of time. But if you start with, with without that, your trajectory in life is going to get increasingly out of whack. So here's your proof. Penis might suck ass. I mean, a uh, themis might suck ass. Obviously belongs in a mental institution. He's clearly disturbed. But, you know, the same is true for the whole Democrat Party or leftists in general. Their belief system is based on the wrong premise to begin with. Brian, I heard this guy, for an aphrodisiac, he uses kibbles and bits. I mean, this <laughs> is... This, I'm sorry. This is, this is beyond demented. But CV makes a great point. He's been a donor to the Democrats for many, many years and is a professor at Penn State. Uh, this is the poster child for the left. I, I agree with him. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it's just de- it's just depravity. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's depravity. It's 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 the days of Noah. It's gonna get worse. We're gonna see this. We see pedophilia. We see bestiality. We see all these things that are being um, just uh, just paraded out front in in the public square um i mean you just take a look at the super bowl that was just last weekend um i mean you know taylor swift is up in the skybox with a bunch of her friends and everything watching her little love uh love boy play some football who and one of her friends and one of her friends is wearing an upside down cross oh, and yeah, throwing up that. devil yeah. throwing up devil horns and oh, and yeah. doing all these kinds yep. of weird things and you you know you start to look at it and then you start to just see uh, i mean you know her music video and her performance and the halftime show it is wickedness you know what i mean it is wickedness at a level that we have not seen in our lives i mean i i I, cv go back 30 40 years i mean you would never see this on television you would never no you know what i mean chet when we were kids did you ever see anything like this on uh, on national television no, it was controversial when Michael Jackson did the Thriller right. video. I mean, that was about the most controversial. Now, we know Michael Jackson was a very depraved human being. But now that now the difference is, um, and I think CV and you would agree with me, this is acceptable behavior. Not only is it acceptable, it's wanted. The left wants this in our face. It's, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> it's the trajectory That's- I was talking about. Like uh, Brian is talking about in the 50s, it was... Uh, pretty wholesome and then elvis presley came out and started shaking his hips and they would only photograph him from the uh, yeah. hips up from the waist up and then and then the beatles and then right. the drugs and then the sexual revolution and it keeps getting worse and worse and worse because they start their premise without the fear of god and the, and they are rebellious against god and as as i talked about many times it's a hatred of life it's a hatred of the author of life god it's anti-Christian, and it's and it's demonic. Yes, and it's gone way, 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 way out of it's, control. And it's a lot of prominent. And and Brian, uh, obviously Taylor Swift is prominent. And when we we see anything that she does, including her music videos, are disturbing. But I don't know if you guys saw the report about Vince McMahon, uh, the owner of WWE defecating in women's hair, passing them around with some of the wrestlers. He had to actually step down. This is a man that's in his late 70s, I think approaching 80. Of And the detailed, because I, I read a lot of this, the complaints, Brian, and this is sick stuff. This guy was basically performing human trafficking to other uh other big wigs that he knew in the TV and the commercial field. And that makes you say, well, who else is going to be indicted on this? I'm telling you, man, if you read what, what happened with Vince McMahon, it's, it's bad stuff to the point that the WWE, Brian, actually has taken his name out of everything they do. And they, it's been wiped clean in the record books. And also one of the uh, competitors, Brock Lesnar, was linked to it. This is... This is at a accelerated rate of depravity that is happening right in front of us on our TVs. Well, I would say that you, you got to look in, in and realize that the, you do not 
get rich and famous in this world unless you are aligned with the enemy, the ruler of this world, the 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 one that roams to and fro seeking who he may devour. You got to realize, man, none of these people, they all are a part of the club, but none of these people get rich and famous without signing on the dotted line, so to speak. Except Donald Trump. The very next topic coming up. It's the last one of the day, everybody. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on deck. 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Fox News Radio. Welcome back to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Big Fanny. We're talking about Big Fanny again. A little inside joke meme that I put up, but it is uh, it's pretty disturbing. A former friend and employee of Fulton County, Georgia District Attorney Fanny Willis confirmed that Willis has carried on a romantic relationship with prosecutor Nathan Wade. That's not good. And that the two lied in court documents about the relationship. Uh, Yerdy took the stand as a witness in today's hearings. It's Robin Yerdy. That's the name, okay? Uh, hearing as to whether Willis's failure to disclose an ongoing affair with Wade disqualifies her from the Georgia RICO prosecution of former President Trump and about a dozen others for allegedly interfering in the 2020 presidential election. When asked... If the relationship between Willis and Wade began their relationship in 19, Yerdy told the court, no doubt. Attorneys for the state attempted to block testimony from several key witnesses, but Fulton County Superior Judge Scott McAfee denied their objections. The state representing Wade and Willis hoped to squash subpoenas, compelling testimony from Yerdy and Nathan Wade himself. Judge McAfee rejected both motions to quash. Um, coming from town hall. Yeah, I'd say when you're, uh, when you're screwing everybody involved with the case against, well, for Trump against Trump in Georgia, we get, we, we have some real shenanigans here, Brian and Miss Willis. What you're talking about, Willis is in knee-deep in Dookie right now. But it's not a surprise because when you have degenerates running the show, these things are bound to happen, and they always do. Well, I think it just speaks to the corruption in this country, in, 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 this, in the government, whether it's local, whether it's state, whether it's federal. Um, you know, the corruption in this country... You know, people... You know, they think that our government... Oh, no, our government is great. No, I think... I think people are starting to wake up, but I think there are still a lot of people that are asleep at the wheel that think that our government is, uh, you know, is got their best interests. And it's like, no, <laughs> no, no, they don't. And people like this that are willing to, you know, they're, they're willing to break the rules. They're willing to, you know, prosecute others uh, for crimes that they commit themselves you know, I'm not saying that necessarily that, you know, that she committed a crime other than obviously perjury and things like that. But, you know, isn't it funny that she would be the same person that would be prosecuting somebody for perjury, wouldn't it? Right. If if Donald Trump perjured himself on the stand, she'd be prosecuting him for that. Meanwhile, she herself is doing the same thing. You know, CV, Brian brings up a, a good point that stems from... I guess what you would say uh, disturbing news like this is most people see this stuff and they turn it off because they just don't want to see it. They worry if their side of the street is clean, then they're fine. But the bottom line is it's not fine because these are the people running the show. And certainly I would say they don't have America's best interests at heart when they're willing to lie on the stand and screw somebody involved in the case in order to do anything to stop Donald Trump from getting back into office. Right. And Fannie Willis and uh, that other guy, what's his name, Wade? Yes. Uh, 
they are lying on the stand. I didn't watch the yes. whole. I didn't watch the whole thing. I saw bits and pieces, but they're blatantly lying. That's perjury. She's going to lose her license. She's going to be pulled off of this case altogether. Like she's saying, for example, that she didn't start her relationship with that guy uh, until like around 2022, which was after the case started. But it actually started before the case, and there's witness that says so. Yeah, and then, 2019. Uh, yep. He's saying that he was reimbursed by her for the trip to uh, Bermuda in cash, in cash. And then she was asked, where do you get all this cash? And she says, well, when I ran, uh, when I ran that campaign, after the campaign was over, I had all this cash left over and I keep it in my house. Well, that's a, that's a, <laughs> that's an infraction that's against campaign laws. You can't, yeah. you can't take <laughs> campaign money and spend it on, on trips to Bermuda. Are you kidding me? This is like, uh, She's so ill-prepared. And what it's I want to know... And the name is Nathan Wade, CV. It's Nathan, Nathan Wade. Nathan Wade. Yep. I knew I had the right na- yep. last name. Yeah. but That's him. You know, uh, when she's taken off this case, is the case over? That's what I want to know. I'm not a legal expert. But I would think that the case should be over because it's like fruit of the poisonous tree. She brought this case. Right. She's making money off of this case. She brought this case. She ran an election saying she was going to get Trump. And she was elected for this purpose even before they even had a, a clue as to what to charge him with they just knew that they had to get him and then they come up with this ridiculous charges about what cuz he's questioning the election now it's illegal to question the election this is it's beyond insane it's a good question that uh that CV brings up Brian because certainly the case is completely tainted now i mean anything that you've heard under when fanny willis was involved you can't take it seriously so you either have to start it over from scratch or throw it out completely and i think you have to throw it out completely there's no other way to do it you got to throw it out completely you got you got to throw out the case and they'll have to hire a new prosecutor and they'll have to the new prosecutor will have to make a decision on whether to bring the case um, back before the court. You know, this is the, I, I got to agree with CV. I mean, this is a cut and dry has to be thrown out done deal. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And you know, it, it the sad part about all this is that they've put the Trumps through so much hell and only for the reason of being, anti-Trump. I mean, that, 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 like, like you said, CV, she ran off of that. She promised to be anti-Trump. That was, that was her mantra. And and now that you find out that she's so corrupted and that she's screwing everybody involved, you got, I think not only do you have to throw the case out, she needs to be charged for federal crimes in this situation, because what she did is absolute blasphemy and the point of lying on the stand, which CV brought up, uh, I think you have to open a, a, a couple investigations into who this woman really is, CV. She's making money off of the taxpayers who are paying to persecute and prosecute the people's president who stands for the people. We're paying for this. And she's making a mint off of it. She hired her boyfriend to... <laughs> Prosecuted, I know. and she's and he's being paid obscene, copious hundreds of thousands of dollars, and and then she goes on holidays with him, and restaurants and cruises, and she's making money off the backs of the people out of prosecuting Trump. This case has to be thrown out, and even all the left stream media knows it, and they're admitting it on national TV. This is a good thing. Because it'll wake up everybody on all sides of the uh, ideological spectrum that this persecution of Donald Trump has gone too far. Enough is enough already. It's embarrassing that she's gotten this far in life. Because, um, c- Brian, I mean, certainly on the stance, she can't even lie well. Uh, she's put herself in this position. But do the Democrats have a screw loose where they pick a prosecutor like this, Brian, yes, and and aren't 
aren't smart enough to say, you know, she's got a lot of bad, she's got a checkered past. We can't do it. You know, she can't be the one that brings these charges forward. I think that's um, crazy, but. I would think that you are giving the Democrats way too much credit. Um, <laughs> um, no, I think that there's just so much corruption that it's hard to keep up with who, who's more corrupt than the next. I mean, you know, I don't think that they ever um, plan to get caught. You know what I mean? Like, uh, the, you know, you ever see that? Remember that show that was uh, on for a while? It's like the the world's dumbest criminals. You yes. remember watching that? That was like, yes. that was a great show. Yeah, I mean, some of it was very entertaining, you know, because it was just like amazing how stupid some of these people were. But I mean, you know, that's that's kind of how it is with with people that are corrupt. You see, they they think that they're in a position of power and that they're untouchable. And then they real until they slip up and, you know, something comes out and then people start looking into it and one thing leads to another. And next thing you know, they're outed. And that's the case of Fannie Willis. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, listen, we are running up against it. It's the end of the show. We thank the listeners, as always. Same freedom time, same freedom station on 94.9 News Now and stimulating talk next Saturday with Freedom on Deck. God bless America.